Welcome to the War on Report for the week of November 19, 2021. I'm your host, AC, and we'll cover the top stories you need to know from this week. We have important stories to discuss, including Beto O'Rourke's last stand running for governor of Texas, Bill Maher rouse against Democrats, Joe Biden's approval numbers keep sinking to historic lows, a judge bans Ilmes NBC from the Kenosha courthouse, and Russia continues military troop buildup near the Ukraine border. We will discuss these important headlines and connect them with how they, the further tactics of the progressive socialist movement attempting to fundamentally forever change America after a word from our sponsors. All right, here we go. First off, Beto O'Rourke versus Greg Abbott. What polls say about the Texas governor's race? While the election is still nearly a year away, polls show Texas GOP governor leading his Democrat challenger, former Representative Beto O'Rourke, who announced on Monday his 2022 campaign to unseat Greg Abbott. O'Rourke served as a member of Congress for the Texas 16th District from 2013 to 2019. In 2018, he unsuccessfully campaigned in the state to unseat Republican Senator Ted Cruz, substantially raising his national profile. With his 2022 campaign announcement, O'Rourke raised $2 million within 24 hours, showing significant support from Democrat donors. Although O'Rourke may be widely popular with Democrats and is seen as a front-runner to potentially defeat Abbott for their party, recent polling suggests the former congressman will have an uphill battle. An October survey by the University of Texas at Austin and the Texas Tribune showed the governor substantially ahead of his Democratic rival. The poll found that 46% of registered voters in Texas would vote for Abbott, while just 37% would back O'Rourke. The rest are undecided. That's a nine-point lead for the governor. The survey has a margin of error of plus or minus three percentage points. And uh, you have to remember that uh, Beto O'Rourke is very anti-gun and even just doubled down by saying, uh, in reference to taking guns away, that hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15s and your AK-47s. He says in a video just recently released to remind everybody of his anti-gun stance by Governor Greg Abbott's campaign. Beto O'Rourke will make Texas less safe. He will take away your guns, defund the police, and leave the borders wide open. This is a perfect storm to leave every uh, Texan less safe. Beto wants to defund the police, kill good-paying oil and gas jobs, allow chaotic open border policies, support the failing Biden agenda, impose socialism, and, of course, take your guns. He will definitely cripple the state's oil and gas industry by working against it just as Joe Biden has nationally. He will do so by trying to shut down pipelines and halt drilling. And as him being a believer in the Green New Deal, Texas energy issue will get worse, potentially while at the same time making our energy costs go up. Just like Uncle Joe, babbling Beto is no good. Next, Bill Maher riles against toxic Democrats. Real-time host Bill Maher appeared on Como Primetime on CNN and offered their viewers something they rarely see on the network. Criticism of Democrats, believe it or not. During an interview on Wednesday, Maher insisted anyone with a D next to their name is just completely toxic to ordinary Americans, particularly in the age of wokeism. Woke? 
said Marr. I don't remember the day the term was born, although he hears AOC says only old people use it now. Meyer continued, well, you guys gave it to us like five years ago, so sorry we didn't get the memo. Marr went on to tell CNN anchor Chris Como, in its best sense, if we're talking about being aware of things, we should have always been aware of more reckonings that we've had. But there's a reason why the term woke has come to signify going too far and doing things that don't make sense. When you have a liberal Democrat such as Bill Maher openly voicing concerns that moderates and conservatives have had about Democrats for a long time, that should be red flags for other Democrats to change course of direction away from the progressive socialists who have taken over their party. We need more voices of reason like Bill Maher to speak up to help stop this destructive movement. Also, Biden approval ratings hits new low of 36% in a Quinnipiac poll. President Biden's approval rating keeps on dropping, and the news is no better for congressional Democrats, according to a new Quinnipiac University poll published Thursday. Just 36% of Americans approve of Biden's performance in the White House, down one percentage point from last month, and a new low for the president among survey respondents. 53% disapproved of the president's job performance, up one percentage points from last month. The poll finds that 87% of Democrats approve of Biden's job performance, while 94% of Republicans disapprove. But Biden is 27 points underwater among independent voters, who could hold a key to the victories in next year's midterm elections. Among that age group, 56% disapprove of president's work and just 29% approve. Even with the dishonesty and manipulation from mainstream media, the facts don't hide when you have a terrible president with awful policies that cause pain in people's wallets. Inflation that is being driven up from poor decisions by Joe Biden's administration have increased gas prices and day-to-day items such as groceries continue to rise, which is hurting middle to lower class Americans, which is causing his poll numbers to drop. Next, judge bans MSNBC from Kenosha Courthouse after a reporter of uh, after a, re, a producer uh, following jurors. The judge in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial banned MSNBC from the Kenosha County Courthouse on Thursday after police reported that a man purporting to be working for the cable news network or a corporate sibling was pulled over for a traffic violation Wednesday and suspected of following the jury transport van. Judge Bruce Schroeder said the man identified himself to police as James J. Morrison and claimed to be a producer for MSNBC acting on instructions from a New York-based producer to follow the bus. Jurors are ferried to and from the courthouse each day in a bus, Schroeder described as sealed to prevent them from seeing signs, protesters, or anything from either side of the contentious trial that might influence them as they deliberate the fate of the 18-year-old Rittenhouse. A spokesperson for NBC News, the sister network of MSNBC, identified the individual as a freelancer in a statement to the Washington Post but denied an intent to make contact with the jurors. At first glance, you would think the war on report would be against this kind of action by a judge removing a media outlet. We don't want media silenced. That is a tactic socialists use and that we have seen numerous times by social media platforms silencing conservative voices. However, this media outlet, which has become a propaganda arm of the Democrat Party, referring to MSNBC, 
was apparently up to mischievous activities by trying to photograph jurors in the Rittenhouse trial to use for nefarious purposes. The only way to protect a true judicial system that is fair and balanced is to remove this organization and reprimand them shortly after. And lastly, satellite photos raise concerns of Russian military buildup near Ukraine. Once more, tensions are rising in Ukraine. Reports that Russia are moving military hardware some 250 kilometers from the border have raised eyebrows in Washington and Ukraine forces have developed combat drones along the battle lines that separate them from pro-Russian separatists in the Donbas region. The front lines of the conflict, a standoff stretching hundreds of miles from northern Ukraine to the Sea of Azrov, have barely moved in five years. On Monday, U.S. Defense Department spokesman Admiral John Kirby said the Pentagon was aware of public reports of unusual Russian military activity near Ukraine. Satellite imagery has shown Russian hardware, including self-propelled guns, battle tanks, and infantry fighting vehicles on the move at the training ground roughly 186 miles from the border. But Ukraine Defense Ministry said Monday that it had recorded no additional transfer of Russian units, weapons, and military equipment to the state border of Ukraine. We are seeing in countries where socialism or communism is in full effect take advantage of a weak administration that Joe Biden oversees by showing aggressive signs towards our allies. This is a form of weakness Biden wants to show international leaders while cracking down on the freedoms within the borders of America. This will bring us to the end of the episode. Our nation is being overwhelmed by the socialist progressive movement as shown on this podcast. Now is not the time to sit on the sideline and allow this destructive movement to succeed. We must get active and do our part to ensure faith, family, freedom, and our nation overcomes the bombardment from this progressive socialist movement. The keys are to get active in your community to ensure this ideology does not gain control in your city council or school boards. Vote against all candidates who align with this movement. And finally, inform and educate your family and neighbors to this destructive movement. I want to thank you all for listening to the War on Report. Remember, know the challenge, stay informed, and always vote for freedom.